Welcome to another episode of the next episode from G Splash. You know how we do. It's episode number six for WandaVision is what we're talking about today. But as always, I'm your host, Bradley Baxter, my man, Chris Bucky Watts. What's up? Excited to talk about this. It's almost like deja vu. <laughs> Something weird is in the air, I'll tell you that much. Oh, man. This show keeps getting better and better. Um, mm-hmm, definitely. Lots of stuff going on. This is also, Chris, this has also got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. This um, episode does? This episode does, yeah. Good. Okay, cool. I thought it was awesome. And you threw me for a loop because you sent me that text when you were like, worst, worst episode. episode. But ever. you were talking because it ended so soon because you loved it so much. Yes. So that makes total sense. Yes. It's, it's funny that this shortness of the show is becoming uh, a problem. We're <laughs> like frustrating right. for a lot of people. Like, it's so funny because we talked about this in the past, but... You know, with Mandalorian, those episodes were short, too, sometimes. I don't think they were this short, right? No way. They weren't this short. I they think were like the first 40, one 40 minutes or 38 minutes or something. Yeah. Anyways, those felt really long, and everyone is... And I, at WandaVision, it feels so fast. I just, honestly, it's got to be the mystery, right? It's just the fact that every time you're like, I got to know what's going on. Give me more, yeah. give me more, give me more. Yeah. It's, it's a weird thing, but, you know, we're... Would this be better an hour? Would you rather have an? I don't know. It's no, tough, it's tough I don't to know because then they would just they just be stretching. I can honestly, as much as I hate that it ends so fast, I'm glad that it does because that means they're telling a concise story. They're not just showing throwing in extra characters. We don't have an episode where we have to follow Herb around all day. Like they're and you know and they're doing nine episodes and you know but possibly ten maybe. You don't you think there's a secret tenth episode or no? Um, I don't know. I it keeps coming up, but I think. You know, one of the things we've talked about before, it'd be cool to do a just like uh, a 10th episode that no one's expecting, maybe. Yeah, something that's like titled like after the credits or something. And then you watch it. It's just basically like a that WandaVision's over. But here's what's coming up next in a way of right. like leading into Doctor Strange 2 and, and all this other crazy stuff they're going to be doing. Or and and possibly whatever you know, there could be a lot of big moves in the next three episodes of this. You know, you know I, now that you mentioned this and I'm thinking about it, we really this is the first Marvel show that's directly tied to the MCU that they've built. Are we gonna get a cutscene in the last episode? Ooh, maybe that gives that gives a little something away. Yeah, because I mean that. We have we don't have that. We've never had a show before, so we don't know, right? Like that's yeah, we don't know how they're going to uncharted do it. Like, what, territory. What will that look like? Right. I always feel like. I mean, we did get one with Mandalorian. With that's true. With Boba Fett. Anyway, spoilers going forward. If you haven't seen this episode, but this is what it's all about. Uh, disturbances on Halloween separate Wanda from Vision, who looks into anomalous activity. In Westview. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Chris, did you know the opening credits on this episode? Uh, it's Malcolm in the Middle, right? Yeah, Malcolm in the Middle. It's a, a lot of surprise that a lot of people didn't get that, but uh, definitely Malcolm in the Middle. I, I like that they keep changing the theme song, too. 
to make mm-hmm. it original but reflect slightly. Yeah, I was worried they were gonna do something where you know it was like the Wandavision theme song was the same for every episode, but they just did it to different tunes and melodies or that fit the time frame, which I don't think would have been bad. No, no, not at um, all. But I definitely liked that it. it's like everyone is just so unique. Like it's just its own thing. Yeah, I still prefer the older ones, but the freaking do 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 whatever. It's one of it. This one's yeah. This one's just so mouth in the middle. And you and I, you and I in the past have talked about you know Wandavision being something where we or not Wandavision. Excuse me, Malcolm in the Middle is like a show that I didn't really watch growing up, and I don't. I didn't know a lot of people that watched it, and like when that's not when that that first credit scene would come on, and it's like. Malcolm and he's like his camera and he's in everybody's face I was always like ugh whatever I'm out of here so like I knew it but I didn't really watch that show that much it's interesting that they chose Malcolm in the middle too maybe it's I guess it's a family show because I was thinking about like other bigger shows that were in the 90s you know you got like right. Seinfeld Friends obviously but I guess they're sticking to like the family shows which right. makes sense I guess uh, I was surprised that some people were saying, you know, obviously, if you've seen Malcolm in the Middle, you know that Malcolm kind of narrates and breaks the fourth wall. But some people took were trying to dig into this uh, as one of the ki- kids narr- are breaking the fourth wall in this episode as something big. But I don't think it is. I think it's just interesting referencing. Yeah, they Malcolm have their the own. Kind of, I think it's just referencing that. Yeah, it's almost like, well, maybe they are real or maybe they're not just part of this illusion. But. I don't know. I feel like I feel like that's just like what you said. It's just part of the show for the kids to be able to talk to the camera. It's not necessarily saying that they are omniscient like we've seen in other characters. Yeah. Or one character is more powerful. Powerful. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's just so much that keeps happening every episode. I mean, you know, everything, every word that everybody says mean something somewhere like i mean every newspaper that gets put on paw like everything that comes up we're constantly trying to find stuff which i think adds to the excitement and the fun part of the show but at the same time when the show is so short it's like you don't get you don't get the final treat at the end of it it's like no exactly it's like I don't want to keep waiting. I want to binge it, but these these shows, man, this is how they get you yes, in there. They yes. they tell you we're gonna have a fun episode. You're gonna have a great time. We're gonna give you just enough clues to keep you on the look, and then we're gonna pull it out from under you, right underneath the rug. This episode takes place during Halloween. Um, mm, so good. Which all the characters are wearing their comic book uh, accurate costumes, which is fun. Um, back in this last episode. Chris, or we were talking about Pietro and who who he was, where he's from. Do you still think he is the Pietro from the Foxverse? It's such a great question. You know, I know we've gone back and forward on this and thinking like, okay, is it this? Is he? Is he not? Is it opening things? And you know, I just I don't know. The fact that she saw him dead. But that wasn't the same Pietro. He didn't get shot in like Dark Phoenix or anything like that. So it's almost like somebody's no, he, confused. Did he get, I don't know if he didn't get shot, but he you know he gets his leg hurt. broken and he gets hurt. Yeah. But like not He's like, like not in the movie and, for the rest of the yeah movie. exactly. It's like how do we get this guy out here? I don't want to pay for the speed stuff. But also um, also um, his sister in over there was younger than him. Right. I just remember that. So it's like, I, I don't know. I think what's something that we, you and I have talked about and something that I just keep going in my head is like this idea that 
I'm so worried that the show is really, really good. Like WandaVision is going to be a great show, but so many of like the true believers, like you and me, the people that are like in it, that know comics that love this whole Marvel universe. Like we might not end up being happy at the end because we'll, we'll be like, well, I thought I was supposed to do this or supposed to do this. And it might end up just being a show about Wanda being manipulated by somebody with an ulterior motive. I think that's definitely opening the door to the multiverse. I think that's why we're getting these characters coming in and, and possibly the door. But I just worry that we're not going to get like the X-Men crossover, the Fantastic Four introduction, and people are going to be like, what a letdown. But for the normal man watching, like just watch a fun mystery and see what happens. And this whole thing with Pietro is like, okay, so he knows what's going on. He understands everything, but you saw him as dead, but you brought him here, but it's not the same actor as your brother. And that was intentional. It's not like Aaron Taylor Johnson said no. So it's like, is it Mephisto or some other villain who's like, masquerading as her brother but didn't get it right because he's from it seems like it's even more confusing trying to break down why it's not the case do you know what i mean yeah like and that's what i was getting at the the last episode when i was talking about it too i think there's this a lot of i kind of felt that same thing where like one i'm i'm also against this multiverse bringing back the other actors like um but so when i saw him i was like nah this can't be right and then he started to act a little bit. And I, if you remember in that last episode when he's at the door, he's like, what, can't your brother? He like kind of told her that he was her brother. He's like, she was right. like, oh, um, uh, like it's almost like so much has happened maybe in her mind that she can't really put stuff together. But she right. or she's manipulated her own men- mental so much that she doesn't remember what her brother looks like. I don't know. Yeah, but she knows he's <clears> off, and she also seems to question. Like she tries to trick him at one point and be like, "Remember that person that picked on us when we were there?" And he's like, "I know you're trying to trick me." Yes, and it's like yes. okay, so he knows what's going on more than any other character, even Agnes, or even the characters say, "Do you want me to take it again?" Yeah. Like those characters obviously know that they're in a show or something because that's the bewitching that's on them. But like. He's the first one to be like, whoa, you're using your powers like heavy. Like, how'd you even get this much power? So he's clearly not being manipulated. He just is yeah. there. I mean, but he's even, still going along with the show. He's like taking him trick or treating. He's dressing up in the costume, you know? Yeah, I think also, too, what really kind of in this episode, we saw him really kind of be more uh, intuitive and try and figure out what what Wanda's doing. Um, we saw that mm-hmm. at the very beginning when he's asleep on the couch, the boys are talking. And he's obviously listening and they're saying stuff like, you know, like ever since uh, Uncle Pietro came, mom's been great, weird and being and her and dad aren't getting along or whatever. So he's like he's like trying to pick up on these things and he's questioning things about uh, how she's doing stuff in a weird way. But also there were a lot of hell references, which makes me feel more like the idea of Mephisto or Nightmare. You know, yeah, there's co- got to be something to do with that because it did, that is coming up a lot. Like, uh, he calls the kids demon spawns, which the yeah. kid, in the comics, the kids were uh, part of Mephisto. Mephisto's, like, plan, all this shit. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, the pow- I, think, I think he sees Wanda using her powers and is, like, trying to figure out how she's doing it and trying to maybe see how he can manipulate her. That's why he, she's... That's why he's using um, Pietro as like the fit to make her do this. Yeah, thing. like trying to get her, you to, know trying to get her to open this door wider by being something different or being off just enough. And you know, he's multiverse and and the kids manipulating them and kind of helping them unlock their powers, which is crazy. 
Yeah, I was gonna ask. So I was gonna ask you this: uh, the kids. There's two questions there. Uh, are the kids real? And two, if they are, they that would make them the first people in this Marvel Cinematic Universe with born with born with powers. Yeah, I'm thinking they're not real. Yeah, I don't um, think they are either. I don't think. Well, part of me thinks they're not real. They're part of it, and that's going to be the heartbreaking part. But then there's another part of me that's like. If they keep them young, if they age them one more time, I feel like they're not. Maybe. I know that sounds weird. But uh, but I think there's also this thing where, like, uh, there could be a choice thing, too, I guess. You know, at the end of this whole series, she might be able to bring one back to life. And, you know, she could bring Vision back or she could bring the kids with her and, like, manifest them to be real. Some shit like that's going to be, like, going on. I don't really know. Mm. I just don't think the kids are real right now. We even saw Vision in the scene, you know, later in the episode being like ripped apart because he's really not real yet it's like he's a solid form you know yeah it's almost like and you know pietro said also too something about like using her agony like right yeah it uses pain like it takes it takes pain to that and i think that's like that's when he's talking to her about her abilities because you see in this town and and something we've noticed, you know, heavily is the fact that that something's going wrong in the town. Vision gets the courage and he's able to break away enough to go and start investigating. And you're seeing people close to Wanda. She can keep the facade going. She can keep this whole world going. But when you get a little bit farther away from her, now people get stuck in loops because she's mm-hmm. losing focus. The power's too much. And then you go even outside of that right near the edge of the perimeter. And all of a sudden, uh-oh, everyone's frozen in place. Like, and I and something I was laughing at is the idea of like, you know, on a Tuesday night and everybody's home watching TV, she can probably keep it going easier then. But with a huge Halloween party with like a festival in the middle, you're showing this strain on her. But at the same time, we'll see later as we see later in the episode, a triggering event of pain or panic or or fear or anger can make that grow bigger, which is even gonna be harder to contain. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's interesting now that I'm thinking about it too, is you know, we learned that the the sword, the leader of sword or whatever, he he's been able to um, track someone inside. We find out it's Vision. He's obviously uh, watched, uh, also tracking the decay of vibranium or tracking it, and he notices. Uh, so he has a head count of all the people in there. And now, when, we, when we're talking about this, Chris, like I'm thinking about it right now, and I'm like. The two people we saw dead, right, was both Vision and Pietro. Right. And it feels like there's two other entities trying to, I don't know, either use or Mm -hmm. manifest Wanda's power somehow. So it's almost like those two entities, like, I kind of feel like the sword is using Vision. She came in, stole Vision's body as maybe a part of their plan to monitor Wanda. Because she went sure. off somewhere after she almost killed Thanos by herself. Right. Um, so that's one way. And then you have, like, you know, maybe Mephisto sends in Pietro. So they're both kind of manipulating or trying to figure yeah. out what, how she's using stuff. But absolutely. The thing I noticed about Pietro in this episode is he was asking questions almost like uh, like the we were asking. And he points out things that. Yeah. As a viewer, I was like, oh, yeah, like, I didn't even think of that. And that big one was like, he's like, so where do you I where all these kids come from? Like, there was nobody with kids here. Like, (laughs) in this whole show. And now I just thought you had them tucked away in a bed, maybe or what? (laughs) Like, right. Why are these kids celebrating Halloween? We've never seen you've had the only kids in here in this whole town. 
Exactly. He's like, we're all the children. Like, what's what? What about them? Like, Vision's asking the right questions, and so is Pietro. They're kind of getting like the mystery from two angles. One of being like Vision's desperation to help everybody, and Quicksilver's like, I think this is cool. Tell me more about how you did this. Yeah, he's like antagonizing her just enough to like, and not making to... her feel bad too. Yeah, like, he... oh, you shouldn't feel guilty. This is impressive. Like, this is cool. Yeah. Calls it. Uh, there's a lot of hell references he uses. Like I said, like he says, so he's not a good the, guy. The char- like the the, who'd have thought Westview would be charming as hell? Da da da. Like there's a couple of different ones in there. Um, so it's very heavy pointing that he could possibly be Mephisto. I still think that he, there's something there, maybe nightmare. But um, Vision makes makes his way for the border. He's like, yo, I'm gonna figure this out. It's a. Uh, Wanda, we see Wanda tell the, the kids not to go past, what was it, Ellis Avenue? Yeah, absolutely. Which is a reference to the president in the MCU uh, back in one of the movies. I want to say Iron, Iron Man 3. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, then Vision runs into Agnes on Ellis Street as he's trying to go to the border after he sees people in loop. Are we still on the theory that these people are dead? Because Jimmy Woo does ask at one point, because he sees these people not moving very much that are further out. He says, are they even alive? And are they like, even alive? I think they are. I think there are people that are just trapped in this town. I think the idea of being a cemetery or like a whatever is cool, but I really don't. Since the things get changed, their shape and all this stuff, which we see later in the episode, I just think that... I really do. I think that like the people are just frozen. And so he's like, are these people still alive or did like, can she control their breathing? Like, are they dead bodies? But because we only two confirmed people we have dead so far are vision and Quicksilver. That's because she saw them that way, you know? Yeah. Interesting enough though. It could, I could also be that these people are up so upset and like freaking out because they can't, they're not be able, they're not able to rest maybe. Mm hmm. So we do see we do see two people in like a loop form and one woman starts to cry. Obviously, the what's his name from the last episode was like, I'm in so much pain. And same with uh, Monica Rambo, too. She, she was like, absolutely. Yeah. So somehow one by Wanda manipulating all this stuff, she's hurting them. Um, but Agnes was very interesting. Uh, she starts. Yeah. But I, I do think I think it was you that said this, Chris, where you thought she might might have been there on purpose. Yeah, that seems like I mean, we know that she has she's reacted. Here's our thing, really. There have been a couple people who have said, do you want me to take that again? Do you want me to try that again? Right. Mm-hmm. But Catherine Hahn's a big actress. And that's kind of a giveaway sometimes in a story. When you cast somebody, you usually don't cast somebody to just play another role in your town. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so I think that she was there on purpose. Her, she's focused her. She, her car's parked with the lights facing Los Avenue. She's there. He unlocks her subconscious, which she's like, oh, you need to help us help people. You're an Avenger. And there's a whole thing where Vision's like, I don't even know what an Avenger is, which is its own thing to unpack. But she's saying, you know, and then him being like, it's okay, I'll help you. He puts her back in Frozen and she, okay, drives away. And it's this thing where I'm like, it just feels like she was luring him there. Like, come and try and see if you can get outside the barrier. Try if you can see if you can antagonize. Like, let's see what you can do. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, he also asks her. He's like, she tells him that she got lost. And he's like, in the town you grew up in? Like, how do you get lost? Right. You know, which uh, is a great point. So, yeah, you see you see Vision here playing a little Batman type of role. He's trying to figure out what's going on. He breaks the breaks through. They all flee out there, and he starts to fall apart as he exits the town. 
Uh, somebody right. pointed out to me that this was he was being broken apart in hexagons, but I didn't see that. It just it looked like a bunch of different pieces flying off of it. Did you catch? Were you like, oh my god, those are hexagons? Yeah, I I did not catch that, but it makes sense. Like something's I mean, it going because the way the way he's built, like you can tell, like he's not himself because he was like dematerializing. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he was. I mean, she picked him up in pieces. Um. So, actually, Wanda saves uh, Vision at this point at the end of the episode here. Yeah, but um, she notices that. It's put well, she's distracted by Pietro and he, what does he say? He says something to her where she like, oh, you can't, you can't, Vision can't die twice. He says right. something like that, right? Yeah. And she blasts Which him off. Which she doesn't like. Yeah. Because the kids, you know, the kids are accessing their powers at this point. The little speed, speed is getting his abilities and then Wiccan is able to unlock his because he can hear Vision screaming, which is cool. But, you know, then, yeah, that Quicksilver is thinking like, what, he can't die twice. Like that just shows how in it he is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so then uh, she starts to move the town. Now, I couldn't figure this out. I've seen this episode twice, but I, I wanted to ask you, Chris, is Westview expanding or is she just moving the boundaries? She's just moving the boundaries because like when she eats, it just eats more things and changes them. You know, it just turns all the tents into a circus and it turns all the lights into flagpoles. And so like that, that's she's a, just expanding. So it is expanding. It's not moving. Yeah, it's getting bigger, bigger, bigger okay. in all directions. Okay, yeah. So she basically turns, and I love that this is kind of the metaphor of it too, is like she turns all the the uh, sword base into a circus. Like I thought I that was awesome. Yeah, because it's clearly a circus outside, and you know, every, all the agents turn into clowns. But we do see Darcy handcuffed. She decides to stay behind. We'll get to that where Monica and Jimmy Woo go. But um, Darcy's handcuffed. We don't see what she's going to turn into. Right. Yeah. You don't see what happens to her. I mean, and she'll probably be in the same 90s getup. But it's another bigger point about this whole thing. You know, she's expanding this field. But now we've learned because of the Monica Rambo stuff on the outside with her genes, her genetics changing and it altering her. And well, ultimately, our theories will give her superpowers. You know, now Darcy's in that, too. Do you know what I mean? Now yeah. all these people that have been affected are in that pool. Yeah, so there was a theory uh, as well online about, you know, is Wanda creating the mutant gene? Right. Well, what's or just new heroes, you know? Or whatever, yeah. But what's weird is, like, then is she picking and choosing? Because right. she just turns these other, other people. Yeah. Maybe these other people will come out and they won't have abilities. We've only seen Monica go through the barrier. So maybe everybody in the town ends up with this altered genetics that give them different powers or not. You know, or maybe it's just a certain few. We don't know. And that's going to be an interesting thing. I think that's going to be some of the fallout from when this bubble collapses, they, obviously. Did they? I can't remember. And I feel like they did. Did they? Yes. Didn't Pietro make a reference to like the XY gene or something? Cause, oh, because. Yeah. I think it was because he's related to Wanda. Because like, we're, we're related. But it was like, it was clearly, <laughs> yeah, it was clearly a, it was clearly a reference to the X gene, though. Right. Another good reference in this is uh, when he says. When one of the kids says something about kick ass, and oh right, and she's like kick ass. Yeah, he he says like kick ass or something, and basically that's definitely a nod to Aaron Taylor Johnson being kick ass, being kick ass. But also uh, Evan, he's in that movie too. Evan Peters is oh yeah, Evan Peters he's is his friend. His friend. Yeah. yeah, 
So yeah, so they're really they're weaving in some crazy. They're stuff. Let, they're letting you like know they know what they're doing. Basically. Yeah, they know yeah. what they're doing. And you're seeing both sides of it. You're seeing this. You know, you're getting to see the Wanda stuff and Vision trying to figure out what's going on. But then you're seeing the outside stuff where Jimmy Woo and Monica Rambeau and Darcy are like trying to do their own investigation because they got, Hatches are yeah. well, he's obviously a bad guy. The, like the sword leader of sword. He's yes. He's super. He hates superpower people. He pretty much says that, and he does actually. And then he's got secret files. Something's going on. And the the one of the scenes I love, I absolutely love, is when Monica Rambeau gets f- basically fired because uh, Darcy st- speak like goes off on him a little bit, and he's like, "Do you work for me?" And he's like, "You know, I don't know." Uh, but then Jimmy Woo steps in, and you know, Jimmy Woo's like this ni- the nicest federal agent probably ever. And he's he's like, usually he goes back to Darcy. He's like, usually I don't like to speak will of or ill of people. And she's like, yeah, I'll go, I'll say it for you. He's a dick. And like it cuts off. And the thing that he says right. is terrorists. Right. Yeah. So which I thought was beautifully done. Just the, the, the switch of dialogue where it's like cutting her off from saying this curse word. But at the same time, labeling him as a terrorist. What he's yeah, talking about. He's, he's talking about Scarlet Witch being a terrorist, but. Absolutely. It's this whole weird thing going on. And, and I, that's what I, I obviously like I'm very intrigued by all the. What's going on in Westview? What's going on with Pietro? But I'm really interested on the outside stuff. Like, what are the files he's hiding? Like, what is it? Because yeah. that's going to be the big reveal on what kind of bad guy he is. It's probably going to be something boring, like he's using it for weapons or some bullshit. Mm-hmm. But it also could be something deep, you know? It could be a deep cut into something that yeah. he's tracking or doing. That's what, that's what I think is actually being done really well in this show is, is this show is setting up stuff. But it's also such a mystery that it's just distracting and there's like about four different storylines that are being set up here it feels like you got sword being like brought to the forefront you have you know monica rambo and then this this is a bigger one and we're going to talk about it right here right now chris and that is monica rambo makes a reference to someone who would be interested in uh, it's specifically an aerospace engineer yeah, she makes. She says, record. "I got a friend coming to help us after they get back into the base. I got a, a friend of mine's an aerospace engineer." Yeah, so well, she who said, well, "Who could that be, be?" Well, who would be interested, right? He and then it comes back later. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, my way back into the hex. We'll yep. be here in an hour, but we got to meet my boy on the ridge or whatever." Yeah, exactly. And so we'll meet him. the big question is, who could this possibly be? Yeah. And everybody <laughs> is like, "Oh, I." At first, I was like, oh, maybe that's doc- a Doctor Strange reference. And then I was like, no, because he's not an aerospace engineer. But Right. Yeah, I thought the same thing, too. I was like, oh, she's going to get him. And I was like, nah, that, that's not his thing. But I forget, yeah, because there's, there's two different scenes. The aerospace engineer is like, I think, 15 minutes before. Maybe, actually, it's in the other episode. I think about it. Right. Uh, so in this one, it was definitely like, oh, is that real? First, I think the first thought that everyone in the nerd world was like, is this Reed Richards? Yeah. We're going to get Reed Richards. Is this the way to really just to get the Fantastic Four kicked off? You bring in Reed Richards. Um, I'm going to say no, it's not Reed Richards. Yeah, I, it's a long shot. It, that would be a big swing to take without giving them their own movie. Everyone's hoping John Krasinski going to show up and, oh, look at us. Look at us go now. But I just don't. I don't know. Doesn't seem like it has. It seems too big, if I'm being honest. Yeah, it seems it would be a great nod. And if they, they did it, everyone wouldn't be disappointed by any means, but 
I definitely think my theory is I'm 90% sure on this is Talos. That's what I think too. I'm trying to think of somebody else that could be involved with sword that would be high enough up to help her who has a connection to her and her mom who technically Talos is an aerospace engineer. Like that's he's what he a light, he's sword. a light speed. He's a light speed. Yeah. Engineer. He's a light speed engineer. Like mm-hmm. he would, he's one of the most talented scientists that all of the scrolls have. So I'm like, it would be him. You know, he shows up in cause I had other ones too, Brad. I was like, Oh, maybe it's Colson. Maybe that's how they get Colson back in. Not an aerospace engineer. Maybe it's Riri Williams. They're going to try and introduce her character. Too young, not an aerospace engineer. She's going to be like a high school student from San Francisco. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm trying to think of people that could realistically be that would be like, oh, that's an exciting addition. It could be a brand new character. It could be like Abigail Brand or somebody weird. But I, I just, I think Talos is the best thing because then he shows up, you know, he's in his human form. You can see Ben Mendelsohn. He's a great actor. He's helping with this. And then at some points he gets to go into his green form or, or he can help, you know, transit, you know, go in and out, shapeshift. I don't know. It just feels right. Yeah, that's what, that's what I was thinking too, is that the fact that he could shapeshift into people probably... It depends on whether or not he's outed, though, right? Like, he was Samuel L. Jackson in Spider-Man. So, as far as... But he's in S.W.O.R.D., though, right? Like, he was working with Nick Fury, who was on that S.W.O.R.D. ship at the end of Spider-Man. That's what we know. But it's, it's interesting. Well, unless he overrides this dude. But I thought this dude was, like, the head of S.W.O.R.D. Yeah, what? How does that work? Where's Nick? What is Nick Fury? Is it Nick Fury ahead of this guy? Like, who's this guy's boss? Oh, but he's but he's also wasn't he's just um he's interim right? He's acting head of so of sword. That's right. He's acting head. So he's probably because probably because Samuel L. Jackson's off planet. Yeah, off planet. So it, I mean, Talos just seems like a good a good bet on this one. Plus, then he could. Shapeshift, he can help him discover the corruption if there is. Also, could be a red herring. We could be thinking this dude's a bad guy, and it actually could be that he knows something that's positive or that she's actually doing good, and he had to do a facade. Like, I could imagine it being that. I don't think so, though. I think they're really trying to set up Monica Rambo to take over Sword or something, so we'll see. Yeah, plus we got, I mean, we got Secret Invasion coming up too, though, so it's, that's kind of sure, like... So they keep the scrolls relevant. You know, there's, yeah. a, there's a reference to Captain Marvel in this one. I don't think I think the director, the interim director guy, I think he sucks. Yeah. So I think they're him. definitely going to be a change. He's he's a bad guy, but I think it's not going to be for something supernatural. I originally thought like, oh, maybe he's working on the outside. Maybe he, but I think he just wants a weapon or wants to do something, you know, or he's trying to cover something up. Maybe they accidentally blew up Westview and she, in order to save I think he's it, trying had to, to turn it. You know what I mean? I think he's trying to turn. I think he was trying to get Wanda to take Vision to see what she could do with him and somehow what to weaponize him. Cause that's like the biggest, the big talk, right? Like absolutely. It's all about, they say too, like in his living, in his will, somehow this computer has a will. uh, And they're like, his thing is that he doesn't want to be weaponized. So, yeah, which is interesting too, because like someone we talked about in the past, you and I, Brad, but like, Vision is made of vibranium. That's really awesome. And obviously they want that. Wakanda's opening its doors or whatever right. to vibranium, right? But like at the same time, the reason that Vision's such a powerful weapon is because of the Mind Stone. Right. Well, like we all his cybernetics are good. His vibranium's good. But it's really that stone that gives him his abilities. Yeah, which is interesting too because we don't know how much uh, Shuri, what info she was able to reconstruct. Because she had it all figured out. She just ran out of time. Right. In the Infinity War. So there so still could gonna, be a way to, 
there still could be a way to bring Vision back. But I think the blip, it was interesting too in this episode, and this is probably the last thing I'll, I'll touch on, but like, they talk about the blip for a second, and he's like, you don't know what it's like. You were you were the one that vanished, and you don't know what it's like here we, to keep the lights on. Which I thought was interesting yeah. to bring up. And he throws some cheap shots, obviously talking about her mom and stuff, but I, and th- you know what, Chris, it brought me back to, you know, good old Captain America speeches, where he's like, you know, Hell back when yeah. I... You know, the classic back, well, back when I was, back in 45, you know, when I was in the water. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Cap, we get it. You are frozen. It. it must have sucked. It sucked. You were cold while we were up here living life back in 45. <laughs> it's true. It's like you weren't here when this goes on. It's like, sure, like a lot of heroes disappeared. And so there were a lot of villains. And we saw Jeremy Renner cleaning shit up in Endgame. Like, we get that it must have been hard and all that bullshit, but that's no reason. He's, he has a grudge against superpower people. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so, yeah, you think you're this. And probably why he doesn't want her around anymore. He's trying to get rid of her because he saw her blood results. That could be it, too. Um, probably could, because he has, like, a bitterness towards the superpowered or whatever. Mm-hmm. Although we don't know why. We don't know what's going on. He's got some hate in his heart, and that's kind of, maybe that's opening up the world to X-Men and why we hate them, you know? Yeah, it'd be interesting that way do you think they'll portray her as a mutant uh maybe maybe or might just be a superpowered individual i guess we haven't seen anybody that has gifted powers like that other than peter parker but sometimes he's considered a mutant too so that's what i'm curious too is um are we gonna i guess we're all kind of waiting what they're gonna explain is how the mutants came to be but i feel like the blip makes the best story yeah or the easiest yeah it's like the as long as, long as the story goes makes sense to me not not wanda walking like walking into this wandavision world i don't know if i like that yeah i don't know either. i don't know if i do but they do say that you know because she is able to manipulate matter so can change so, can change the fabric and reorganize so does that mean the beekeeper is really omega red <laughs> Ooh, what a trick. What a thing. The jump, he's got a jump rope. Yeah, and he's got a jump rope. See, so, that's oh, the stuff no. I'm talking about. Like, everything could mean something somewhere. Everything could be somebody something turning into something. It's and he could always trace nice. it back to this. I can't wait to watch, like, to binge watch this whole thing through. I hope. Yeah. I hope they put out a full version where it's just, there's no credits. It's just like, you ch- it, like the channel changes into the next episode. Oh, that'd be really fun, actually. That's actually a really good idea. I would watch the show again if Disney re- released a, what would that be, a four-hour movie? Yeah. Less, less than that, because they're only 20 minutes apiece. True. So it'd only be like, it'd only be three hours, and it would be just a straight watch where the channel changes, and all of a sudden it's a new decade. Oh, I'd watch that hard. That'd be cool, right? Yeah, I'd watch the shit out of that. And then it'd be like, uh, inter- we interrupt this for the, like the re- like the real time live stuff. It'd be like we interrupt this program to bring you a special announcement. Yep. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. More. I'm on board. Yeah, that'd be cool. They, they could be. There could be some cool ways to do that. Um, while we're on it, and while I got you here, Chris, did you see the new Justice League trailer? I did. I did see it. I, I, it's, it's flashy. I don't think the story is going to be any better. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It, it seems like. It, it does cool. have a you threw in a bunch of stuff that got cut before. So I just don't I yeah. don't think it's going to hit. I think I, I, I like you. I think it looks good. I also think that. Um, it does look it does look a little bit like 
syrup on pan on, on a pile of shit, not pancakes. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I, and I think there's something to be said about that. I think that we've talked about it in the past. Zack Snyder makes good set pieces. He has beautiful shots. He does heavy design. He has that way, right? But what he lacks is storytelling. He can he has a hard time connecting dots in the movies he makes. And I think that that doesn't change a shitty plot from being a shitty plot, even if at one point Batman's on a tank. <laughs> Put Batman on a tank. It's a whole different movie. Um, also, yeah. I'll, I Repackage think... Repackage it. I think um, this is going to fall into that category of hype. Like, it's going to... It, we've been talking about this stupid cut for three, four years now. Feels like we're finally gonna get yeah, it. Yeah, we have. We'll never get to. We'll never get to not. And we're gonna watch <laughs> it. And we're all gonna be like, like, "Cool." Every now week there's some us. new Thank stupid God. thing. Yeah. But Did you yeah, see this scene. Who gives a shit? Obviously, the big takeaway is Jared Leto back as the Joker. Huh, Batman. And he turns his head and his missing tattoos. Who cares? Are they even going to explain that, or what was? No, the deal not going to explain it. No, nope, they're not even going to touch on it. Is They'll it a say, different? Oh, those were those were fake tats. That's the Joker from the Suicide Squad dimension. <laughs> or multiverse. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes. I get it. Uh, so dumb. I feel like this is going to. You think it's going to hurt or help Flash? Point. Movie. I I think it's going to do nothing either way. Well, good on them. We'll finally watch it. We'll rip it apart. I hope we're excited. Hey, we'll probably you know? get to watch. We will watch it together. Right. We'll Hell be, yeah, we will. We'll be friends then. <laughs> Hell yeah. That'll be fun. Chris, I can't wait to figure out what the fuck is going on in this movie, uh, show called WandaVision. Yeah, me neither. Can't wait. Is there anything you're hoping is going to happen that you're... What you think may not come to fruition? Uh, yeah, I don't think they're going to be introducing the X-Men. I don't think the Fantastic Four are coming in. I think it's just going to be a good reveal of a good bad guy trying to open a door to the multiverse. I think it's going to be way more simple than we think. Do you think Ben Mendelsohn is the actor Paul Bettany's talking about? I do. I do at this point. But, mm-hmm. you know, it wouldn't find anything with somebody else. It's basically, it's going to be Tom Holland. <laughs> yeah, that would be like, wow, what a surprise. It's going to be Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Because they all tied Did together. not see that coming. Or Toby Maguire. Sure. That would be even better. <laughs> Toby Maguire shows up just to fucking really throw uh, What a treat that would be, huh? Yeah. yeah. Let us know what your theories are. We'd love to talk about it. Right now, we are on our moving hiatus, but we are always talking to WandaVision till the wheels fall off, till the end, until the next episode. Let us know. You can hit us up at GSplash podcast on instagram over or on the email tip at gsplashbc at gmail.com hollister at your boy i'm your host bradley back to my man chris bucky watts we out of here baby peace